and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have Robin Crane, the money queen, who is a money and business growth expert. Robin Crane is known for hosting the TV show, The Financial G-Spot, and also the radio show, Let's Talk Money, and is also a four-time number one best-selling author. Her blueprint for financial success has been featured on ABC, The Motley Fool, and Fox Business News. Robin went from making $500 a year to making $500,000 a year in her coaching business in just two years. Robin shares her story to inspire other women entrepreneurs to do the same. Robin is on a mission to empower committed and passionate women in business to make more money and help more people so that they can have a bigger impact on the world. And she does this through her seminars and FEM Mentorship Programs, which stands for Female Empowered Money Makers. Robin helps these women attract qualified leads, close high-paying clients, and optimize their time so that they can create their ideal business and ideal life. Her mission is to empower millions of women to make more money and help more people. So let's get into the show and tune into Robin Crane. Enjoy. So today we have a Robin Crane all the way from New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thank you. I'm very excited. We were just having a bit of a chat for the listeners. Robin is sitting currently in a singlet and I think I've got about three jumpers on because obviously it's winter in Melbourne, six o'clock in the morning and it's four o'clock in the mor- oh, afternoon Sorry, uh, in New Jersey and it's hot. It's hot, baby. It is hot. It is. So for our listeners, let's talk and unpack a little bit about your book. We were just talking about your book, uh, Make More Money, Help More People. How did that come about? So I've been working with female entrepreneurs, service-based female entrepreneurs, really focused for the last year and a half. And it's interesting because I really wanted to write a book that showcased them and their their transformation that they're going through and also give the shortcut so that women reading it could really start getting results like they've been getting. So it's kind of my baby. And it's funny because I I wasn't sure exactly what to call it at first. And I was trying to figure out the title and I was going, you know, against, you know, things like, or having, having ideas like, well, get paid more in less time. Cause that was a result that my clients got. But then I realized I had been saying, you know, probably for years at my seminars and things like that, like, 
all the time, make more money, help more people, because that's the core of what I teach, that when you make more money, you actually have the opportunity to help more people. And it really is in direct proportion with the value you provide and the amount of people that you help. Well, I like the piece uh, where you actually make more money in less time. So talk us through that one when you're saying we obviously get paid more and work less. So most of the women who come to me are definitely undercharging. So that's one thing is that sometimes they're charging an hourly rate, which I am, I'm very against. I hate to say against, it sounds really negative, but I just think the problem is when you charge an hourly rate, you basically, you're, you're exchanging time for money instead of getting paid for the value that you provide, right? You're getting paid for the time that you spend. And I am always thinking about the end user, right? Who's your ideal client? Who's the person that you really want to help? And how can you help them and give them the most transformational and sustainable results? And so what I've found is that if you can build a package that's really intended to transform their lives, and then you work backwards to think of how you can actually support them and structure your product or services in order to get them that result, then you actually get paid more and they get more because I always say when people pay attention, sorry, when people pay, they pay attention. And when people pay a lot, you pay attention. So what happens is the more you get paid, the less time you spend, the more actually they get out of it because you find ways to provide the most transformation by serving them at the highest level. So what are you saying, Robin? Are you saying we we move away from an hourly, uh, I guess, an hourly you know, rate and then more so a package? Is that what you're saying? So, for example, if you see a client, I'm going to be working with this specific client for three months, uh, this is how it's going to uh, – you know, how it's – it's going to play out. This is my charge or my fee for the next three months. Is that how you do it? Yes. Yeah, so I always start with the end in mind. So what I would say is, and, and the answer to your question is absolutely yes. Um, I would say to build the package and not the hourly because again, I mean, who likes, I mean, really who likes to pay an hourly rate? Like if you hire a lawyer and they're charging you by the hour and they get on the phone with you and they're like, so Robin, how's the weather? You're like, stop talking about the weather. That just cost me five bucks. You know, it just feels like they're nickel and diming you. It feels like, you know, it's it's not focused on the result. It's focused on the amount of time. And I hate that. I remember um, I was having some health issues and part of it was I was trying to get pregnant. And I met this woman at a networking event. I was actually speaking there and we had a little circle. I went around and asked everybody what they did. And she was launching this new business. She was a naturopath. And she mentioned how she helps people get pregnant. So of course I was listening in because I wanted to hear about that because I'm very curious about that and wanting some help in that arena. And then she said, well, I just charge an hourly rate. It's $80 an hour. And I was thinking, man, that sounds expensive because how do I know how many sessions I need? Like, is it ever going to end? It's just cha-ching, 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 $80 an hour. And then I swear a month later, I had actually interviewed this woman and I kind of went back to her. Her name's uh, Maria Whalen. And she teaches a course, and her course is a three-month-long course designed to help you get rid of any ailment, prevent any ailment, and be able to do it yourself. The promise of a result, right? So she was focused on the transformation and result. It was a three-month course for $8,500, and I dropped the dough to get the result. And even though I knew it felt a little bit expensive, I didn't care because I wanted the result. And $80 an hour versus $8,500 for three months, you would think it would seem a lot more expensive for... $8,500. But when I was afraid of not getting the result and dropping money after money after money, trying to get to a certain place or trying to get somewhere that I was just, I felt like I was wasting money. 
So that's that's why I don't like it. So I, well, I was going to say, and, and I'll I'll pause so you can talk. But the the one thing I was going to say is that what I like to do is start with the end in mind. When you know your ideal client, and you know the transformation that you can get them. In my case, it's having to make more money, help more people, get you know get paid more in less time, all those things. And I can think back and say, well, if I work with them for six months, could I get them, like, how can I get them the biggest transformational results and most sustainable results? In my view, I want to work with them a full six months so they can build habits. And then I work backwards to do that. And then I figure out the cost based on what makes sense. And obviously, I got to see how much time I'm going to spend and work back and make sure I get paid what I would charge an hourly rate, but I never actually charge an hourly rate. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to go into a probably deep dive a little bit more around why people don't charge what they're worth. And this is something that we talk about quite often. Why do you think that is, especially in women? It has everything to do with your beliefs. So the only reason we charge a certain amount is because of the beliefs that we have in regards to it. <laughs> you know, So it's just a lack of either confidence some women think they need to compare prices and so they go and do the comparison and they think, oh, well, this person is charging this much and I'm not as experienced as they are, so I better charge less. Um, so oftentimes it's going externally to decide how much you should charge based on what is appropriate. Um, and I think that's irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant how much experience people have. I think it's irrelevant um, how long you've been doing something. I think what's most relevant is, can you get people results? And if you can get people results, the question is, what can you do to provide even more value than the amount of money that they pay? So I like to work backwards. So if we're going to say, well, hey, let's assume, so for example, I'll give you an example. I had a, um, I have a woman that I work with. Her name is Lisa. She was a financial advisor. She was making negative $300 a month because she was, she was a financial planner, her, her income was less than her expenses, so she was going in the hole every month. And obviously, if you only make negative 300 a month, you're pulling money out of somewhere, either credit cards, and in her case, it was out of her retirement account, which is very incongruent for a financial advisor, but she was doing that to survive. Then she decided to become a money coach, which was just a slightly different angle, but she knew she could help people with their beliefs and behaviors around money and to shift their habits. So at first, she was, quote unquote, comfortable charging $500. And she had a potential client who didn't have very much money. And she thought, there's no way this woman could invest with her more than 500 bucks. And I said, Lisa, just borrow, this is, I call the belief loan phenomenon. But I said, borrow my belief. Okay, don't believe me. Just, just borrow my belief for a second. You don't have to adopt the belief, but just borrow mine because I believe in you. And I know you could provide more value. And I said, come up with something. Let's just say if she were to pay $1,500, what can you provide to her and for her that would get her at least three times the, the result, a transformational, sustainable result? Like what can you do with her to provide an even better result? And instead of three times, let's say 10 times. And so she came up with something. She did not believe that this woman would buy a $1,500 package. This was the very beginning of her new, her new business. And she did, I said, just offer it. Just trust me, just offer it and say, here's 1500. This is what you get for it. And here's the 500. This is what you get for it. Guess what the woman chose? What? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> the $1,500 the $1, package yeah, of because she wanted a better result. You know what? If she's going to drop $500 and it doesn't work, that doesn't change her life. Mm. But if she drops $1,500 and it works, who cares that it was three times the amount if she gets 10 times the result, right? So- yeah. 
Um, in Lisa's case, that's how she started. And she started to increase her prices and started to build more packages. And this girl, I kid you not, the first three months she made 10 grand, which was amazing. But in the last, what are we at? June, last six months, she's made $90,000, $90,000 in her business that she launched basically nine months ago. Wow, that's super amazing. And I, Robin, I love Borrow My Belief. What a great way to try something on and actually see what that looks and feels like. Thank you. Yeah, I call that, that's in my book as well. That's called the Belief Loan Phenomenon. So the easiest way to understand it is if you imagine a figure eight, like an infinity sign. And if you put the word beliefs at the top left and you say beliefs influence your behaviors and put the word behaviors at the bottom right and you go around this figure eight or this crazy eight and then in the center is success and it just perpetuates itself. Once you get the success, it hits your beliefs. So this is, this is the core of everything. Your beliefs influence your behaviors, right? So if you believe that you shouldn't charge, I don't know, $100 now or you shouldn't charge $5,000 per package, well, then your behavior is reflected. You won't make that offer. And if you don't make that offer, then you don't have the success. You don't, you're not financially free. You don't make the money that you want. And then once you don't make the money that you want, you're like, see, I suck. Or see, I'm not good enough. Or see, I'm not worth $5,000. And it perpetuates itself. So I went to a lot of Tony Robbins seminars and I was like, change my belief. I jumped up and down and he was like, you know, get rid of your limiting beliefs. And it was amazing. I love Tony Robbins. I'm going to an event next month. However, when I got home, I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't shift my beliefs. I couldn't jump up and down. I didn't feel like it. I didn't want to. And so luckily I started working with this coach and he would say, Robin, just be stuck, right? That was my belief. I'm stuck. I can't do this. And he said, Robin, just be stuck, be stuck, but do the behavior or take the action anyway. Now he gave me the shortcuts. He gave me the systems. He had faith in me. He believed in me. I borrowed his belief just long enough to take the action or follow the system or implement the process. And then guess what? I got a client or I got someone happy and they were amazed and they were, they were excited and they got better results and I made money and everybody was happy. And then I started to believe, wow, this works. And then I didn't have to borrow the belief anymore. And of course it happens again and again, and I need to borrow the belief, but for the time being it works. And that's what my ladies and my femme mentorship do. They borrow my belief. They borrow the beliefs of the other ladies who start getting results and this is what allows them to bypass those limiting beliefs, take the action and get incredible results. So I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners are too, uh, what is your belief and what are the shortcuts? So if, if we In were to borrow, to what? so for example, you're saying borrow my belief. So yeah. let's unpack that a little bit. So if, if we want to borrow your belief, what is your belief around money? And you mentioned about shortcuts, your coach actually um, showed you uh, the shortcuts. So what would be some shortcuts just for our listeners? Okay, great. So one belief could be make more money equals helping more people, right? So not everybody believes that when you make more money, you help more people. So I spend the first half of the book having teaching you to borrow my belief because if you believe that the only way you can help more people is to make more money, then you'll follow the systems that I provide in the book to allow you to make more money so that you can help help more people. So that's an example. Um, a specific one around sales where I have a, like a specific system that I teach and it's adapted from what I learned from my coach um, is in regards to sales. So I believe that sales equals transformation, that when you close a sale, you now have the opportunity to transform their life. And I believe if they don't work with you, 
typically they're not going to get what they want, especially if they come to you with the problem that you can solve and then they don't say yes, they don't work with you. I actually have the belief that they're not going to get the result, which is kind of a bummer. So I believe at full conviction when people work with me, they get better results. They're, they're going to have transformation. So let's say you didn't believe that and you borrowed that belief just long enough to take the action. So what would the action be? So in this case, um, if I'm saying sales equals transformation, the, the, the behavior you would need to, to implement or model would be what I call the FCC sales system. And this is something I teach in my book, but it's a four part sales system, a sales process that will actually help you get to the real problem that your potential client is having so that you can offer them something that will actually solve the problem as opposed to pitching at them and thinking that whatever you got to offer is going to solve the problem when you don't even know what the problem is. So there are four steps. Do you want me to give it to you? I'd love that. Okay. It's people, I swear, you will swear by this because my clients love this and they're like, FCC is the best. I love the FCC. One of my clients, she has a personal training studio in Alaska and she implemented this. She just loves the FCC sales system. And she, she actually went from, uh, she was basically considering closing her business in July of last year. She had a $10,000 month when she essentially had overhead, huge overhead and employees. And she considered closing the business. She had to take out a $40,000 loan. Then she started using this process. We started working together in October. December was her best month ever. I think she hit $48,000. In January, she hit $93,807 that month, that month. Wow. So she will tell you, follow FCC, follow the FCC sales system because it works. And it's the best way to help people because it's not trying to manipulate them. It's trying to get to the real problem so that you're not promising something that you can't actually solve. So FCC, so it's four steps. You can write this down if you're listening. If you're driving, be very careful. <laughs> Just <laughs> listen again. Um, FCC stands for frustrations, concerns, and challenges. And it's a very simple way to just remember to ask the question, Catherine, what are your frustrations when it comes to, let's say I was going to help you make money. I could say, what are your frustrations when it comes to making money and growing your business? I can use any one of those three. I can use all three. I can say, what are your concerns uh, when it comes to, you know, whatever it is that you, that you, um, uh, that you're an expert in, right. Mm. That you specialize in. So I have financial advisor clients. So they might say, well, what are your concerns when it comes to growing your money or creating wealth or, having retirement, that sort of thing, or having a, the, the retirement that you would like, a lifestyle that you would like in retirement. So that's FCC. And the key to that, that part is to really dig deep and to also really listen. So you need to listen and then take it a step further. It's like peeling an onion because they're going to, they're going to start with a surface problem. And your job is to be a detective to dig deep and find the real problem. So they might say, oh, my problem is attracting leads. Okay, like I get that. That's a real problem that business owners have. But there's really an issue deeper than that in regards to maybe they're afraid of making calls. Maybe they're afraid to put themselves out there. So whatever it is, you can get to that real problem. Got uh, the first step? Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. So you actually um, get to the root cause of the problem. Exactly. Mm. Because I always say in my seminars, I say, you got to solve the problem that is instead of the problem that isn't. 
And when you're solving a surface problem, you're not solving the real problem. So I always say to my clients, I say, how dare you? How dare you not dig and find the real problem and then tell them you can solve it? Like that's really unfair. I want you to dig deep, discover what the real problem is. So then when you promise you're going to solve that, you really solve the actual problem. And I give them a little, you know, little nudge about that because I want to raise the standard for them. I want to hold them at a higher level because in order to provide true transformation, you cannot be just solving surface problems. I can tell you all day long how to attract qualified leads, but you won't do it. You won't do it if there's something holding you back from doing that. So I got to figure out what the real problem is so that I know how to solve it. I love that. So Robin, how did you get into this? Is this something that, you know, with these these systems that you have in place, is this something that you actually, was there uh, something that happened? You know, sometimes some of the greatest lessons learned in life, uh, it almost catapults you forward to do the very thing that you do. Is that what happened with you? Yeah, in some regards, I would say yes. I mean, I... Actually, I was a finance, before I was into business coaching and doing seminars and helping people make more money, I was actually doing money coaching. And I got into that because I was a financial advisor. And I actually learned this exactly from this FCC sales system. Again, it was, it was taught differently when my coach taught it to me. I just adapted it to make it easier to understand. But um, when I first learned a sales process where I can get to the real problem, I started to realize working with, finan- uh, you know, working with people to help them with their financial planning that the problems that they said they had initially, like, oh, I don't know how to invest or where to invest or my money's not growing or the expenses are too high or those whatever superficial problems weren't the real problems. The real problems were they were fighting with their spouse and they couldn't communicate about money and they were on the brink of divorce. You know, the real problems were that they felt like they were a bad influence on their children because they were making six figures and totally in debt. The real problem was that, you know, they felt emotional about money and were like totally stressed out and freaking out because they felt like they were totally out of control when it came to their money and expenses and the choices that they were making. So I really figured that out because I learned the sales system and dug deep to fit, to understand what the real problems were. And, and my issue as a financial advisor was that the options we had within the industry, such as, Hey, put money in your retirement account or, Hey, get a 529 account for your kids to save for college or, Hey, you know, get life insurance that did not solve the real problems that helped, but it didn't solve the real problems. So that's how I got into money coaching and started to work with, with their habits around money. And then I had another problem. The problem was that I could help them save money. I could help them spend less. I can help them with their investments to grow their money but I didn't know how to help them make money. And if they were making $10,000 a month, let's say, and they, let's say they at first were spending 11,000, I can get them to spend, let's say 9,000 by understanding choices and, and tracking their money. And so now maybe they would have a thousand dollar positive, let's say that happened with a lot of my clients. But if I can take someone like Lisa or someone who's making $10,000 like Ginny and have her make $90,000 in a month, or have her make a million dollars in a year, there's a lot more left over to invest and to grow your money and to save and to do all the things that you want. In Ginny's case, the next month she went to Hawaii. I mean, she was ready to party, you know? So um, that changes their life. So that's how it really morphed. And because I, I found, I kept finding a, a deeper need, a deeper need. And that need really is um, what's going to give you those life choice, choices is going to as much as they, they say money doesn't equal happiness, that's true, but 
making money, especially when you're helping people, makes you pretty happy, especially when you get to choose what you want to do in your life and you can give back more to the people who you care about. Absolutely. So, Robin, I'm curious, and we always ask our women of inspiration, um, every business, everyone has pain points. Uh, what are some of your pain points that you deal with on a day-to-day basis? Do you mean my pain points, yeah. myself, or the pain For, points of my clients? Say, say, well, let's do both. Let's have a look at your pain points in business. What kind of pain points do you come across? And uh, what are some of the common pain points from your clients? Okay, cool. So my pain points. Um, I don't feel a lot of pain right now. My, my life is pretty awesome, and I'm not trying to be all like, oh, there's nothing wrong because there's always – if you, if you have a high standard, you always want more, and I do. Um, but I would say as far as um, the one thing that I, I feel challenged by still is having consistent, effective online marketing that is really just duplicatable and repeatable. And I don't know that there is such a thing that exists because everything is direct response these days that people, you know, you have to put something out there and then depending on how they respond, you have to shift that messaging to accommodate them even more because we're all like, you know, quick, 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 you know, we got to be very, very responsive. So, but for example, I found, um, I had my first hundred thousand dollar month last September because my marketing, my Facebook marketing did amazing. It finally kicked off and worked. And I, you know, I invested $10,000 in Facebook ads and made a hundred grand. I was like, boom, this is amazing. Like, let's do this rinse and repeat, do it again. And then October did the same thing. Boom, another hundred grand. I'm like, okay, this is easy. I got this down. And then I did, I tried again in, I think, you know, November and it didn't work, you know, and I was like, what happened? You know, it got saturated. I had to change my audience. And then it was like, sometimes I was having the challenge of finding qualified people on Facebook um, that were really ready to make a change and making money and wanted to get to the next level. Um, and then I found recently like, uh, my path to, you know, hitting a six figure mark in a month is really doing small events. And that's working very, very well right now. Actually, this has been my, my best month. I'll almost hit 200 grand this month. So it was very exciting. So, um, but that's, that's a challenge is just the constant, um, repeatable marketing that will guarantee. And I, I mean, you just can't guarantee, but that's what I'm having trouble with consistently knowing like how can I just put the you know put something out there and get a um, anticipated or expected response Mm -hmm. and I just think that's the reality is that it's not that easy you know Robin you got to still work hard you know as much as uh, it gets easier and easier and I'm you know I'm definitely um, I'm at a point where I can chill a bit and have things just happen Uh, for sure the online marketing is, is a nut to continue to try to crack for me. And is this something you do yourself or do you actually outsource it? I've done both. So I basically, I outsource it for a while. And then I was working with some guys that didn't really work out and I had to learn it because I was like, oh my gosh, I just let them do it all. And I had no clue. So that was, that taught me a lesson that it's better to keep your finger on the pulse. Mm. Then I learned it and actually hired another guy who was amazing and really taught me how to do it. And that's when I had my first six figure months um, doing it myself, but he was guiding me for sure. But it was more teaching me how to do it than doing it for me. He didn't do it for me at all, but he gave me a lot of great advice. And then I've dabbled with, you know, having other people on my team to kind of run it and then, you know, not very happy with that. So I got to tell you, that is one of the frustrations too. It's really hard to find someone who is really good at online marketing and can help you do it. Like I've tried to hand it off and I, I, I keep paying people a lot of money and not getting a lot of results, you know? So I find that I have to, I really have to keep my finger on the pulse and, 
and be involved in it, but I can get people to do some of it as far as setting up the ads or, you know, using what I've already used or, you know, testing things for me. But, um, I definitely have to kind of stay involved at this stage for me to really see the results. I hear you loud and clear. So Robin, going back to um, say some of your clients, what do you think is the number one reason that individuals fail to succeed in business? I would say the number one reason is a lack of commitment. I would say lack of commitment. I think people think they're really committed, but, and that they think they're willing to do what it, whatever it takes, but they're not. Um, but it just depends at what level, right? So if we go back to Lisa, Lisa, who she was the one that was negative 300 and now is done 90 this year. So I think she's at a hundred grand in the last nine months or 10 months, but she, um, she was always dedicated. She was always willing to do what it, what it would take. And, but her challenge was that she had the wrong mentor. She was working with a mentor that did not get her the shortcuts did, you know, maybe held her accountable, but didn't show her the way to get the results. She was like, was willing to do anything, just show me how to do it. And she didn't have the right person showing her. And so she didn't get the result. And I love it when those clients come to me, because those are mostly the clients I get. They are really committed uh, and they just don't know how to, to track those qualified leads. They don't know how to close high ticket sales. They don't know how to package their services. You know, they don't know how to drive people to action. They're chasing clients. So all those problems, those people come to me and it's really easy for me to get them to get a return on their investment very quickly because they're really committed. But sometimes I find that women come to me and they think they're committed and they think they're willing to do whatever it takes. And they're, they're just not, they're just, they're not as committed. They, they make excuses. And it's very rare that anyone in my world is, is like that because I don't really attract that and I don't really stand for it. But I find that that sometimes happens when you, you know, talk to people if they're not qualified, it's not because they're not making a lot of money. Like that's not what doesn't, you know, what that doesn't make them unqualified. What makes them unqualified in my book is that they're not truly committed. Like I feel like their excuses are beating them down. Their excuses are winning the race. Their excuses, it's like my husband always say, says, you can have excuses or you can have results. So if you can stop the excuses and really focus and be committed and you get the right mentor to give you the shortcuts and you're willing to take action, game over, baby, game over. Like you can have whatever you want. Like it's just, it's just systems that you're applying. And once you apply the right systems, you can have anything you want. That's my opinion. Oh, I agree. And I was actually having a conversation the other day uh, and we were talking about the difference between are you committed or are you involved? So when mm. you're talking about business, there is, there's a big difference. Commitment is, you know, how bad do you want it and how far will you go to get what you want or are you just involved in your business? Very different. Yeah, that's, I love that. That's great. And that just reminds me of someone who I, I was on the phone with once and she was someone who said, said she was really committed to growing her business so much. In fact, cause I was digging to find the pain. Of course, she said that she was, she had, she was so afraid because of the stress of not making money that she was going to have a heart attack. And she had a few scares where, you know, she was having palpitations and she, I think passed out. Like it was really scary. And I was very concerned for her health. And she said, yeah, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And then I made her an offer and she said, well, I'm, I, I want to do it. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, but I'm not going to put money on my credit card. And you know, that to me is like, I get it. People are scared of that. And some people have their own rules. It's like, they're not going to put money on their credit card if they don't have the money. And from a financial planning standpoint, that seems like a good thing, except that 
as a business owner, you know that if you're not taking risks, you're not getting results. And I was $47,000 in debt and I kept going into debt because the only way out of debt is to get the right mentor and to invest in your business and invest in yourself, you know? And so I believe if, if you're going to have rules like that and you're not willing to invest in your business, you're not willing to do whatever it takes. That might sound harsh to some, but I'm telling you, I've experienced it. I know it took a lot, a lot of being uncomfortable, a lot of, you know, being outside my comfort zone, a lot of breaking my own rules as far as what I was willing to pay or not pay to fully make what I said I was going to make happen, happen. Mm, I love that. So Robin, what we do with every woman of inspiration as we wrap up the show, we always ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. So what would be that one word for you? I'd choose transformation. Mm. I, I will cry. I will. I seriously, I love my clients so much. And I mean, I'll give you an example. And it's because it's not always about money and it's not even always about growing your business. I had an event this last weekend. It's uh, one of my FEM events. My, my program's called Female Empowered Money Makers Mentorship. So they're called FEMS. Um, and I love them to pieces. And um, this one woman told me she, ha- she actually hasn't made money yet. And she's very scared of asking for money. And when I did, we have these hot seats and I have each one of them come up. They have uh, about a half an hour with me to, to work on something in front of the group. So everybody learns. And she was being very vulnerable. And she was saying that she feels like she needs to be an equal partner with her, with her husband. And if she's not making equal amounts of money, and I think he makes 15000 a month, that she feels like she's not an equal partner. And so she feels like she's not enough. And she feels like, um, she, you know, what I told her is that you, there, if you have those rules, you can't win because you're setting yourself up. Like even if you make a thousand dollars, that's great for your, you know, to start your business. Even if you make five thousand dollars, it's like you're setting yourself up to lose. Um, and she, I mean, she was very emotional during this hot seat, and it was really impactful, and not just to her, but to the other women who were like, "Wow, I, I need to have a conversation with my husband." So the takeaway was for her to have this conversation because she's probably just making stuff up, assuming that what he wants her to contribute to the family means half and it doesn't. And that was my, my expectation of it, that what she was expecting from him was actually inaccurate. So anyway, she just messaged, we have this WhatsApp group where you can access me every day to ask questions. And we also have a community line so you can, you can talk to each other. And I just want to read this to you because this is what I'm talking about when it comes to transformation. Let me see if I can find it. Um, she said, Robin, as a follow-up to my hot seat, my husband and I have been having a series of conversations while we walk the dog this week, and the underlying message is that we would like to have a happy and healthy partner over one who is stressed and miserable, regardless of what I am contributing monetarily and otherwise to the household. He wants me to follow my passion. So thanks for the nudge to have this conversation. It will be a continuing one. And that will bring tears to my eyes. Um, And I said... I haven't told you all this, but I'm actually pregnant in my first trimester. And I said, am I getting, (laughs) I said, am I getting teary eyed because I'm pregnant? And another one of the ladies said, no, it's not just because you're, you're pregnant. I teared up when I read Barbara, oh, read her post. I shouldn't say her name. Um, but I'm, I'm like getting teary eyed because that to me is transformation that like helping someone communicate with their self. It doesn't matter what it is. People come into my program thinking they're here to grow their business, but sometimes they get something totally different. Maybe it's a completely transformed relationship with their spouse. You know, maybe it's total confidence and knowing who you are and who you're meant to be and knowing 
what you're here on this planet to do. I mean, whatever it is, like sometimes you come for one reason and you get something else. And I think no matter what it is, I'm here on this planet to give transformation to the world and especially to these ladies one by one. And then for them to for the, have the ripple effect to everybody else and the millions and millions of lives they will impact because of it. And that's, that's why I'm here. And that's why I do what I do. Oh, congratulations, by the way, that is fantastic. And thank I've got goosebumps you. now just with that story. So <laughs> thank you. So the other thing we ask our woman of inspiration is as we wrap up the show to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Okay, three shiny golden nuggets. By the way, I just want to mention because I didn't finish the four parts of the FCC sales system, oh. but it's in my book and they can get it for free. So I want them to don't don't feel like we we forgot that we just you know deter or, or went deferred into something else. But um, they can absolutely get that from my book and it's totally downloadable for free. Everybody can have it. So I just want to make sure no one's like where where's the other three stuff. <laughs> so it's there. But let me give you. Do you want the golden nuggets first? Oh, I do. And do you know how funny is this? Obviously, I haven't had my uh, morning coffee because I was thinking the three were the frustration, concern, and challenge. And oh, then the outcome, yeah, so that's that's uh, my fault. I should have deep dive into that a little bit further. I'm happy for you no, to go no. through it now if you like. Yeah, I'll do it real fast because yeah. that's the main thing. Actually, FCC, that's that's the first step, and I probably didn't explain that well, but that's the first step, and that's the most important because you got to dig to the real problem. The second step is MW, which stands for magic wand, and you simply say, if you can wave a magic wand, what would you like? So it allows them to dream and put their fears aside, put the consequences aside, anything that they think is possible or not possible, you know, all those, you know, uh, the rules and stipulations aside and allows them to just imagine what could happen, which gets them on the path to what they really, really want, not what they think they can actually get. Um, then the third part is what I call the yes ladder. And that's just getting them to say yes, because there's a part of your brain that's job is to keep you safe and just survive. It's called the critter brain. And so you got to help them not be in fear. And so if you just say, hey, does this make sense? Has this been valuable? Do you see how this can help you in your business? Yes, yes, yes. You get some yeses. And that kind of tricks the critter brain so that they can be ready to commit to what they really want. And then the last part, number four, is offer. And that's just having a clear and compelling offer that's that helps them get the results. So knowing what to recommend to them that's going to actually solve their problem. So there's the FCC sales system. But like I said, it's in the book and you get the whole template and you'll get some bonuses as well. So you'll, you'll get all you need to walk you through that. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, now let's go to our three shiny gold nuggets, please. Okay, and they have to be shiny. So this is going to be amazing. Very, very shiny. Um, okay, shiny golden nuggets. So here, here's what I was thinking is that, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I could tell you as far as how to grow your business. But like I said, it's, it's always more mindset than anything else. Because I can tell you like to, you know, how to attract qualified leads, but you won't do it unless you got your mindset in the right place. So I would say number one, number one is to take only a few things at a time, like even just one thing, like especially if you're going to read my book, take one, one principle and apply it to the fullest, really implement it. Don't try to do it all, but just go step by step and follow that one by one. This is why the ladies in my program are so successful. It's actually an implementation program, not an information program, but it's because I don't, I say, don't try to get the 10 steps. Like who cares about the 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, those steps, right? Just start with number one. Start with number one. You have the end in mind, so you know where you want to go, but I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. 
You go do it. Then come back to me. Tell me where you're stuck or what you need or you tell me you're ready for the next step and I'll tell you what to do next. And that's how we do that on WhatsApp because they have access and that allows them to get results faster because what stumps us women a lot of times is the fact that we get overwhelmed because there's so much on the to-do list and we have the experience that we have to do it all. And you do not. You do not and you should not. So do one thing at a time and do it to the full extent Go get some results and then you can go to the next step and then you can go to the next step. So that's number one. Number two, and I mentioned this, but it's be committed. Be totally committed to getting the results that you want and you got to follow through. Okay, so it's great to be committed, but if you're not taking action, you won't get the results. So you have to follow through with the action with the right steps. I say appropriate action and it's because action breeds success. There's no one on this planet who's successful who has not taken action. It does not just come to you. However, I will say meditation helps so you can relax a bit. Meditation is awesome. <laughs> it does it does help when you relax, but then you still got to go take action. And number three is, this is huge. This is the only way I could have been successful is you have to invest in having the right mentor. I talk about this in my book. I hired a lot of mentors that were cheap because I was trying to save money and then I just wasted money because I couldn't get the results. So you have to have the right mentor and be willing to stretch for that. Meaning if it's expensive, it feels expensive. Well, ask yourself, what's more expensive? Not getting the result and being broke? Yeah, that's pretty expensive. Or having to pay a little bit more for the right mentor and getting faster results. Like it actually in the long run, it costs you nothing. If you like Lisa, like Ginny, like Allison, I'm, all these people, Brie in the book that I talk about who are taking the action, they're getting a huge ROI, much, much, much greater than their investment because they, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the right mentor for everyone, but I definitely was for them. Um, because success leaves clues. So don't try to do it alone. You will waste years of your life. Get the right mentor. And so then you have the you have you have the shortcuts and then you can go get them. Go get them, girl. Go I get them. I love that. Go get them, girl. It's just the accent. <laughs> I just love it. Absolutely love it. So, Robin, how can our listeners find you? What's the best place? The best place to find me would just be, I mean, you can find me. You can just Google me and you'll find me. I'm all over the place. But um, you can go to robincrane.com. And in fact, go to robincrane.com forward slash free book. That's your secret link to get the book download. And then you'll get all the bonuses and you'll get um, access to a webinar. I, I kind of give it all away. I can't help myself. But it's Robin with a Y. So it's R-O-B-Y-N-C-R-A-N-E.com. You can find all my stuff there, but just do slash free book. Then you'll get the, the book. You'll get the full download of, of this lovely uh, in-depth book. It gives you all those stories, walks you through. You'll learn about the belief loan phenomenon. You'll hear all these incredible stories of these women, and it will truly inspire you. And inspiration is huge because if, if you aren't inspired to go take action, you probably won't. So this is part of helping you build the belief and borrow the belief from these women. So go get it. Live it up. It won't be free forever. Um, if you want the hard copy or the, the physical copy, you can go on Amazon. But otherwise, just get it for free and it's all yours. Oh, thank you so very much, Robin, for your time, your energy, and your passion. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's super fun. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. 
If you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care.